1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For panther fans who want to keep pounding For the, war, the, war, the, war, the war, the war the war, the war, the war the ones. who want an inside look at the vault. This, this is this this, this is fuse pitch. Now, here's your hosts, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, the views from Instreet Street podcast rolls on, ladies and gentlemen. A twenty-three to ten victory over the Broncos of Denver, over Russell Wilson and Co. Today, Rob Brown, Lonzo, it with you to talk about it. And if you if, if this is your first episode of Views from In Street, do us a favor: hammer that subscribe button, hammer that notification bell, so that you are updated. Every time a new episode drops and share us around in your social circle. We want all the Panthers fans up in here talking football with us. Remember, you can interact with us away from the pod on social media at the Rob Brown show on Twitter or at Lonzo on word. W.O.R.D. We will be talking football with you over there as Well, uh, Zoe. before I get into mine, anything that that really stood out to you about this game? Any any particular uh, awards you want to hand out to individuals after this game today?
0: Well, I think you definitely got to uh, got to look at what Brian Burns did early in the game. Um, He was everywhere, uh, along with the rest of the defense, but he stood out and the whole time. The very first appearance he made towards Russell Wilson, all I could think of is what you said in the last pod about him being in Russell Wilson's nightmares. And I'm laughing my butt off as I'm watching the game. Dude had such energy. And I know we could talk about him every game about what he does, but that's the thing. That's how good he is, that you can talk about him every game and the kind of game he's having. And, and the fact that he's pretty young, and if he stays healthy, we get to see that for years to come. I thought Brian Burns looked excellent.
1: I thought he did. I'm I'm very curious to hear – uh what what that injury if there was one that he was dealing with late in the game is going to be uh i am i am very glad that we're going on the bye week primarily because of that i think Brian Burns is a dude that uh has really solidified himself as uh the anchor of this team right like i think he's really kind of become the guy that that locks down the defense both stability wise uh and emotionally i think Brian Burns has kind of become that leader Uh, and to not have him available uh, I think would be a a big fall off. So we will, uh, we will find out about that Uh, Dante Foreman too. Dante had a little bit of an issue early in the game. It was able to bounce back, come back, finish it off 24 carries 113 yards on the ground for, you know, we have talked how many times about the identity of this team being a run first team that primarily works when Foreman is able to get going and, I think a lot of that today has to do uh, with the offensive line. Go back and watch that game. I thought, Zoe, we really had a lot more uh, a lot more offensive line movements, and I'm talking in a good way, in the rush game than we have in years Power or in games past. There's been a lot of uh, straight-up runs, right? I'm talking off guard, off tackle, off center, pick a gap, hit it hard, get through, see what happens. A uh, lot of pulling guards today. In fact, there was one particularly – that uh, I I kind of I kind of was a little upset at Chuba Hubbard because uh, it was a pitch out left uh, Icky got out and was was pulling out wide got out behind the uh, the the tailback excuse me the wingback got out to the outside and was set to absolutely decimate the cornerback that was set up out there and Chuba put his head down and outran Icky to the cornerback, and the cornerback was able to make the tackle, whereas if he is a little more patient, slows down a step, a step and a half, allows Icky to get out there and set up that block on the cornerback. Chuba Arbert's taking that thing to the house, man. I mean, you're talking 60-yard touchdown run. I think he's got a genuine chance to absolutely smoke everybody in the defense, uh, and I would be very pleased with that reality, but he just outran Icky. What I loved, was how exceptionally well Ikki Kwanwu executed that play. The pull was great. There was no indication that he was going to pull. A lot of guys will have that kind of lean out to the left to get that quick jump. He did not. He pulled quick, got around the outside player, lined up straight up, had the block set. And the fact that we have an offensive line that allows you to have that many options uh, to, to, to not just have to run it, off guard, off center, off tackle, but to actually send blockers in different exotic ways, left and right, with the running backs that we have. So, again, a lot of optimism there.
0: All right, all right. so uh, two pods in a row. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stick up for the offensive line. You know, as a former offensive lineman, of many I, I'm years,
1: applauding them. No, not no, no,
0: the no, man, no, 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 no. No, not, not, not against you. Oh, but, okay. But to, but to Chuba Hubbard because. Many a times I have heard, "Well, if you get out of the way and it, from from the running back." And the thing is, dude, I'm supposed to get in the way. That's the whole point. The, the <laughs> offensive lineman is supposed to get in the way. You should read which direction he's going. Use the lineman. And you're right. If he had a little more patience and just stuck his stuck his hand on on Icky's back, not shove him, but stick his hand back there, and just 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 Run with him till he hits that block. He's getting, you know, five ten. Who knows? Maybe he goes all the way for a touchdown. But yeah, and the running backs will come back and say, "You need to run faster." It's that's what they always do when they make a mistake like that. And even the TV broadcast crew was was talking about how if he was more patient, what he could have done. And it was so so obvious. And he was moving pretty fast for as big of a guy as he he is. He was uh, hauling, Jack. I, th- I think Chuba just wanted to hit the guy more than Nicky did. That's really what it came down to. He just wanted to hit that guy.
1: I was uh, – listen, I was I was perfectly happy with the offense – I mean, perfectly happy with the offensive line play. I thought Darnold, with the exception of one or two plays here and there, against a very good Denver front seven uh, – very rarely was getting hassled, right? There weren't a lot of points that I felt like Darnold was having to accelerate his play or, you know, wasn't able to get time to get through the progressions, which opened up the floor uh, for DJ Moore to make a couple of moves. Uh, You had a a couple of snags out to the outside for Chenault. Uh, The only thing I was really disappointed in was that we didn't really see a lot of TMJ today. Uh, I I thought that we were going to see a little bit more out of him but again when you run the ball 46 times and you've only got the ball going out 19 times your best receivers are going to get their touches and that's DJ Ian Thomas off the tight end and LaVisca Chenault. the way that he was running routes today this was a this was a game that I thought was going to require uh, a lot of precise route running it's a very good pass defense for the Denver Broncos. It was always going to require some excellent route running, uh, excellent timing of passes, et cetera. And I think we got all of that today. And again, I I know it's cliche, but big guys need their love too. I thought the offensive line against a front seven that had me convinced Denver was a postseason threat this year, I thought had an outstanding football game.
0: And, you know, not only did they have such a, a great game, but a couple of the uh, Denver defenders wanted to fight. you know that's that's usually a sign of they're frustrated because they can't get through and 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 do what they what they want to do and they couldn't they could I mean Sam had all day he really did um which is is a good thing and against that front as you were saying uh, there are a couple of those guys man they wanted to throw down because they were so frustrated because they were getting handled by the Panther offensive line and that's that's You know, a lot of people can't get excited about how good an offensive line is. But if this line stays together, they could have a lot of really good years and they're going to get better.
1: I um I I could not agree more. I, I could not agree more. I think, you know, we've talked for the past couple of weeks about how we're looking for foundations, right? Like we're looking for parts of the hole that are are gonna be there that we can build around. Offensive line's it. I mean, that is of the units. That is the one. And I think they I think they really turned a corner. I thought they gelled quite a bit today. Uh, and I, I think that was very, very evident. Uh, defensive backs as well. I got to give some credit. In fact, even down toward the very end, J.C. Horn probably deserved a pick uh, on one of Russell Wilson's last couple of throws uh, down the stretch. I, I I, think, honestly, there were probably three that could have ended up as INTs, but I think that for the most part, they really kept anybody uh, from going big. Cortland Sutton had... The, uh, the, he had six crabs for 75 with a 22-yard long. Uh, Kendall Hinton had five for 35. Nobody else had more than 11 yards. They had a lot of receivers, but the majority of them were like two catches for 10, one for six, one for five, one for three. Uh, they had effectively 110 yards between Sutton and Hinton, and uh, about 36 of those came on two plays. I thought the defensive backs did an excellent job keeping a guy in Russell Wilson, who has been struggling this year, uh, really having to read deep into progressions and opening up, you know, creating opportunities for coverage sacks. Uh, you know, we talked about the offensive line being the unit, but my goodness, there's probably another move or two to be made, though, but the defensive backs today looked excellent.
0: Yeah, and, you know, the problem with the DBs is the fact that they haven't been able to stay healthy. And you're starting to get some of those guys back. Um and looking good. And JC Horn, I think his biggest problem, if he does have a problem, is he wants to hit more than he wants to intercept. And that's not that's not a bad thing. It's not, um, as long as he can stay healthy while he's doing it. But that dude, he really, really, he really likes to hit. Um and uh I I uh I think it's because of – South Carolina ha- has a history of talking about the school. has a history of of putting out some DBs that like to lay the wood. They do.
1: So I, I wrapped this up, uh, watching the end of that game, and I was going through the 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 subreddit, the Panther subreddit on Reddit, because I if there's one thing I love in sports, Lonzo, it is listening to the knee-jerk reactions of fans, right? Like, it's it's my favorite thing, positive or negative. I love knee-jerk reactions from fans. And I read this one a minute ago, uh, right before we went on the air, that said, I think there is a legitimate chance that we win the next four out of five games, which for some reason really depresses me, okay? Now, uh, the four out of the next five, we got the bye. Then December 11th, we're at Seattle. December seventeenth, excuse me, December eighteenth. We're back home against the Steelers. A week later, back home against the Lions. Then we wrap up the season with two road games at Tampa on New Year's Day, and then at New Orleans on January eighth. So, assuming that four out of those five end up as wins for like for the Carolina Panthers, you are looking at. Uh, an eight and nine season. You are telling me that coming into this year, if I'd have told you that you were going to be a 500-ish ball club, there's no such thing as a 500 ball club anymore, but you were going to be a 500-ish ball club at the beginning of this year, that it would have driven you crazy? And I get it because uh, uh, effectively, we are watching CJ Stroud. We are watching... Uh, Bryce Young, slip out of our grasp a little at a time, right? Like, unless we make a big trade move. But here's the thing. You're in a division that 8-9 might outright win that thing, right? 8-9 might outright win that thing. Um, I-, I have been Tim Tank all year. I was, I was Team Tank when we were in uh, the early portion of the season that we're in now. I was Team Tank early in the ride, but even I am looking at this now, Lonzo, and going, why would you Team Tank when Tampa Bay just showed you they're not going to run away, right? I was Team Tank when I thought Tampa turned a corner and they were about to be the Buccaneers that we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year, and I thought, okay, if they found their momentum, if they're pointed in the right direction, there's no point in trying to track them down, but they just lost to the Cleveland Browns, another three-win football team the Cleveland Football Browns, Tampa ain't running away from us and if they're not going to take it Lonzo, we might as well freaking fight them for it.
0: Yeah, that's the whole thing. You know, it wouldn't shock me if this doesn't come down to like the last game to decide who's going to win the whole thing. That ends up being all tied and convoluted and the Panthers have to win New Orleans, uh, have to beat New Orleans and and another team, and Tampa has to lose that g- it's it's probably going to come which is exciting in a way. Um, but it's it's I think I think that's probably what's gonna happen. I mean it'll be more fun that way and the Panthers if they win the division, they can win a playoff game It's possible um I, I don't remember how that how that goes down do, if if the lowest division do you win do you play a wild card team uh of course, the of course a wild card team might have like 12 wins but, yeah yeah, you know,
1: correct correct even if you win this division and by the way as it stands today and and while again we're recording this Sunday so the Saints are playing right now against the San Francisco 49ers as it stands uh the Buccaneers still lead the division at five and six the Falcons are five and seven the Saints are four and seven but they are in action right now and the Panthers are now four and eight if the Saints drop this one today they will be four and eight and both, again, one game out of the division as it stands, it may very well come down. Unless, again, Tampa finds a stroke somehow, it might very well come down to those last couple weeks of the season. And if I'd have told you that before this season started, Lonzo, you'd have gone, no, Rob, you're bad at your job. You're a liar and you're bad at your job. But here we are, man. Here we are.
0: Actually, if you told me that the at the beginning of the season, I'd have been happy because that would have meant that Tom Brady was having a bad season
1: fair enough the hatred never turns off ladies and it
0: ain't going away i don't care if he's in the booth i ain't gonna listen to that game
1: love it love it all right there's your wrap-up pod as the carolina panthers put away the broncos of denver via final of 23 to 10 and now move with the help of a cleveland win over the tampa bay buccaneers in overtime to within one game of the nfc south lead. Remember. The next episode will drop for you on Wednesday of next week. Before we get out of here, Zoe, any final words for the people?
0: Rolling, rolling, rolling. Look at Sammy rolling. He just got a big touchdown.
1: Wow. Bravo. Good night, everybody. Bravo to the great one. We'll be back on Wednesday. We'll have some more thoughts. We'll get you some updates on the injuries. We'll get you some quotes from the pressers and more. And as always, we appreciate you listening. To the views from Mint Street Podcast, do us a favor, share us around in your social circle, so we can can continue to grow the show. We'll see you back here on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. And until then, keep pounding, baby.